This is episode number 659 on overcoming stress and owning the day. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. John D. Paula said, slow down and everything you are chasing will come around and catch you. I'm very excited about this episode. I've been actually dealing with a little bit of stress myself lately, so I thought this would be a powerful episode since it seems like stress has been happening for a lot of people. I don't know what is in the air and why people are feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, but it's always good to reconnect to ourselves, to a greater purpose, and to a healthy lifestyle. And that's what this is all about. This is a mashup of some of the best wisdom that I've heard from some of the top experts like Amanda Anaity, like Alyssa Rankin, like Ariana Huffington, and Todd Cashden, all about healthy ways to overcome and deal with stress and how to understand where it comes from and how to manage it. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Again, lewishouse.com slash 659. Share it with your friends on your Instagram stories, on Twitter and Facebook, and let me know what you think. And before we dive in, got to give a shout out to the fan of the week. This is from Andre, who says, Lewis, thank you so much for being a leader here. You inspire me to be the best version of myself as I see you doing the same. Thank you for putting together your vision in a way that shows me that my success is possible too. I learned so much from every interview. Love your five-minute Fridays. Keep up the great work. I'm looking forward to hanging with you one day on this road to greatness. So Andre, thank you so much for listening every single week. Again, we've got episodes on Monday, Wednesday, and our five-minute Fridays, something always to get you inspired, enlightened, and entertained throughout your week to have you optimize your life and start living that richness that you always want to live. So thank you guys for leaving reviews. And again, you can leave one over on iTunes or the podcast app on your phone. We've got over 3,000 plus five-star reviews, and I appreciate each one of your guys' thoughts and remarks. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off your next 12 pack head to amazon and use promo code 20 pure leaf that's promo code 20 p-u-r-e-l-e-a-f for 20 percent off take your business further with the smart and flexible american express business gold card it offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business you can also earn up to 395 dollars in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. 
Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 G's in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Without further ado, let's dive into this episode all about overcoming stress. Why is it that we have this narrative that we have about how stressed out we are? Mm. Now, I don't think, and some of the top experts in the world who whom I interviewed for the book, don't think that we live in the most stressed out generation. Mm. There are two main differences. A, we think that we are one of the most stressed out generations because we uh, have this story circulating. We have these stories of how stressed out we are circulating (laughs) constantly. And what happens with those stories? Because humans have something called emotional contagion because our emotions are viral. They go viral. When I walk into a room, if I'm not in a good mood, I'm kind of pissy. I pass that pissiness on to the next person. (laughs) That's true. Right? Or if I'm joyful, then I can pass that on to the next person. But Mm. what happens is we are so connected and we have this sense of adversity that all we're doing is circulating this sense of constant adversity around. And so if you really become mindful of it and go around day to day and kind of listen for the phrase, oh my God, I'm so stressed out, or she's so stressful, or this is such a stressful situation, you will hear it constantly because it's become part of our cultural narrative that we are all so stressed out. And then that narrative goes through the ether, goes through our phones, goes through the articles we write and the movies we make and the films and the music that we make. And it it, it sort of passes around like a big virus. And so we all have this perception and that we are stressed out. Now, here's why that's a problem. Because stress isn't so much about what's happening to you, but how your body is reacting to what's happening to you, right? And so if you think that you are always stressed out and you're always under siege, then your body is always Mm -hmm. going to be reacting as if it's under siege. And that right there is the definition of toxic stress. It is endless it goes on for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's long-term. You don't know what to do about it. So you're basically walking around constantly with cortisol flowing through your body and yep. in a state of inflammation. That is a de- recipe for disaster. I love that. And you're you're not only creating, you know, if you're not physically, physically creating cancer in your body, you're creating cancerous environments in yourself and spreading that to other people if you're constantly stressed out. And I love this in part two of your book, where it says stress is a guide speaking into what you just said there. Uh, you know, Gandhi says your belief becomes your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, your values become your destiny. So just speaking into what you were saying, the more you do those things, it becomes part of your body and it becomes part of your life. Exactly. And, um, it's a, it's a downward spiral. So yeah, if I was to, you know, Say you have a friend who is constantly stressed out and who's like always in their head and speaking in a negative way and saying how stressed they are and they're constantly just like they're not calm. Uh, there's no clarity. They're just negative Nancy's constantly. And they said, Amanda, what do I need to do to be less stressful? How can I be calm? If you were to say like here are three to five things to get started 
What advice would you give that person? There are two things that pervade in our culture constantly. One is people get really pissed off at you when you say, you're going to have to create your own world because they say, oh, do you mean I created the negativity around me? And it, the difference there is mindset. There's some amazing research coming out of Stanford uh, by Carol Dweck and a b- fantastic, brilliant researcher named Aliyah Crum. And the research shows that if you have a stress mindset, if you're walking around in r- responding in a stress mindset, then you will really sort of suffer from that stress mindset. So the idea is sort of, is, is to first e- examine your stories and say, am I walking around? Is, do I have a stress mindset? What are the stories that I'm telling? And the first part of my book, uh, in the, in the, the sec, the first chapter of the second part of my book about resilience really deconstructs our stories and tell us, tells us the elements of how we can figure out what stories are circulating, how we can be mindful in the moment, how we can be self-aware, how we can increase our mental agility, and how we can cultivate optimism. There's this idea going around and all this writing every once in a while about the power of negative thinking. There was a whole magazine that came out about it recently. And somehow people have this misperception that optimists uh, have it all wrong, that optimism means inauthentic exuberance. And I think that is so wrong because I don't, I'm a huge optimist and I don't deny pain and misery at all because I don't think that's optimism. I think optimism ultimately is the ability to suffer, but to continue to tell good stories that propel you forward instead of remaining in the suffering. Just like not everybody could make a professional sports league, whether, you know, you name the sport volleyball from volleyball to golf, we have a certain range to which we are able to get to based on our, you know, God-given talents, gifts, and kind of, you know, physiology that we have. I mean, I was not going to be in professional football league like you, no matter how many hours that I trained and how many hours I put in the gym. It just wasn't going to happen. So it's trainable and we don't know what the limits are. And so there's no reason to suggest limits about how much pain that we can tolerate because of that. And, and probably you can think of players that on every team that you've been in since you were in middle school, they were probably not the best players, but everybody respected them because yeah. they never rolled like a fish. They always, they always were the last person to finish a drill, not because they were slow, because they wouldn't stop fighting. They just kept running, kept pushing Sweat didn't bother them. Tears didn't bother them. Cuts didn't bother them. Bruises didn't bother them. There are plenty of great athletes who wish that they could, they could have that ability to tolerate mm-hmm. pain. And emotionally, I mean, I know for myself, when I'm always asked of like, you know, who is your your greatest heroes in your life? Um, there's a couple physicists and scientists that I mentioned, but also I mentioned stand-up comedians because these are people to handle the pain of having to tell jokes such a, in such a way that you have to try to get laughter and smiles every 15 seconds <laughs> for a 45-minute set. It's just terrifying to right. think about. I mean, because it's so hard to connect with someone, but to make someone laugh is just a whole nother level and consistently mm. for a 45-minute stint. And so the courage to get up there and do that, knowing that you have no idea what people's sense of humor are. Humor is when you walk out there day in, day out, and then constantly trying to experiment with new material. That's bravery. That's, that's emotional, that's emotional agility. And that's the, Mm. that's the ability to tolerate pain. And if you are unable to sit in front of a, a room full of people and flounder 
and not land jokes in front of them, you'll never make it as a comedian. Right. I mean, you, you have to be willing to fail. And I think, you know, one of the, and this is something we can, we have control over. One of the big predictors of whether people are successful in life is not how well they did in school, not what they scored on the SAT or the GRE or the MCAT or any achievement test. It's whether you can tolerate pain and control your emotions so that you can get through a difficult situation. Why is it that reason? Why is the ability to tolerate pain the key to living a great life, though? Like, why is, you know, I'm just curious. Well, the building blocks for a meaningful, happy life are moments. Mm -hmm. And in order to get a greater frequency of joy and a greater frequency of love and a greater frequency of connecting intimately with another person and a greater frequency of feeling as if you've done something where you've got a legacy that's going to live longer than the few years you're going to be on this planet. You've got to learn how to work for the long haul, which means you know, sitting and reading books. It means reading people, learning about people. It means going into the gym. It means going into classes. It means listening to people that are smarter than you. Um, being around people that intimidate you so you can kind of acquire what about them? What can I learn from them to bring to myself to have all those distressing emotions where you're just a rookie and all those distressing emotions recognizing there's a gap between my knowledge and my skills and where I am now. There's a gap between that and where I want to be that causes pain. Mm-hmm. And so if you can't, if you, if you aren't willing to learn, if you're not, if you aren't willing to grow, you're not going to evolve as a person. You're not going to reach those aspirational goals you're shooting for. And the key feature of that is being able to tolerate the distress that goes along with the learning curve. Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. Assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack, Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host 
When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the fear cure, I talk about what I call the four fearful assumptions. And these are four beliefs that I think make us really frightened. One is uncertainty is unsafe. One is, I can't handle losing what I cherish. Mm. One is, it's a hostile universe, so I have to protect myself. And the last one is, I'm all alone. So obviously, if you think you're all alone in a hostile universe at risk of loss and uncertainty, then life is scary. Yeah. And I think just uncertainty, even, even uncertainty in the face of good things happening is scary for us. So even, you know, you, you talk to a mother who's about to give birth and she's often scared. You know, you talk to a, somebody who's about to get married to the person that they consider the love of their life and they're, they're scared. So even moving into the uncertain in exciting ways is frightening to us because we don't know how to come into right relationship with uncertainty and we're terrified of losing what we cherish. Hmm. So I love Brene Brown's work. And she talks in Daring Greatly, she talks about um, what she calls foreboding joy. And she describes it as that feeling of standing over your child. I have a nine-year-old, so I know this feeling where you're standing over your gorgeous child who's sleeping and you feel your heart just bursting with love for this child. And the second you let yourself really start to feel how much you love this child, you're flooded with this terrified feeling of how vulnerable you are because of how much you have to lose. Huh. You can barely stand the thought of like, what if I lose this precious being? And I think we kind of walk around that way. Like I have this amazing life and I have these moments of foreboding joy where I'm like, what if I lost it all? And so there's a part of us that wants to like shore everything up and make sure we can shore up our finances and shore up the safety of our loved ones and make sure we don't get our hearts broken and protect our bodies and, you know, make sure there's no toxic chemicals in our house. And we're so busy shoring up our lives that we stop having joyful lives. <laughs> I mean, we play too safe is what you're saying. Yeah. And what I talk about in the fear care is how we can, we can actually shift those beliefs. It's a cultural choice. These are cultural beliefs. And when I was at 16,000 feet in the Andes living in a Karos village, studying the shamans there, I realized they don't have those beliefs. They actually had, I had just finished writing the fear cure. So it was very validating to be there because I didn't know this about the Karos culture, this indigenous tribe I was staying with. But the, the, the four what I called the, the courage cultivating truths, which are the opposite of the four fearful assumptions. These are the worldview that the Karos live by, and it's the opposite. So instead of uncer uncertainty is unsafe, what if uncertainty is the gateway to possibility? Hmm. What if when you don't know what the future holds, anything could happen? 
right? It's, and there's a whole journey that can go on when you come into right relationship with uncertainty, where you realize that instead of playing it safe, you know, there's a way to allow your intuition to protect you so that you can actually safely take risks that open the gates of possibility. And instead yeah. of loss being something that we can't handle, that loss is natural and can lead to growth. And I know for me, when I went through what I called my perfect storm, where I gave birth to my daughter and then within two weeks, my dog died. My healthy young brother wound up in full-blown liver failure as a rare side effect from the antibiotic Zithromax that he was taking for a sinus infection. And then my beloved physician father was 59 years old and died of a brain tumor all in two weeks. Mm. And I can look back on that and say, wow, loss is natural and can lead to growth. Like that was the most transformative loss of my life. And I wouldn't be living the life that I'm living now if I didn't have that loss. And I think almost everybody that's listening can probably think of some experience of loss in their life that at the time felt absolutely devastating. And in retrospect, we can see how it, it breaks your heart open. Yeah. That hurts, but it also liberates the soul. I don't, I don't like the word balance mm. because our lives are not really about balance. It's all about integration for me. Okay. What it means, if your everyday routine includes getting adequate sleep, when you have a sick child, a big deadline, then you have some reserves to tap yes. into. Mm -hmm. Life is always going to throw you curveballs where you have to stay up all night or mm -hmm. something happens. I'm not suggesting this won't happen. But what has happened in our culture is we've made that the norm. The pro yeah, the main thing. And, and that's really the problem. And I think that's why I'm stressing that people need to understand that if all you care in life is about winning, then you're going to improve your chances when you're fully recharged. Because that's when you're going to make your best decisions. That's when you're going to be able to see the icebergs before they hit the Titanic, the Titanic, which is a very important thing for entrepreneurs. And look at entrepreneurs now. I was in Silicon Valley this week. Three quarters of startups fail. Mm. And there is the myth of the entrepreneur who never sleeps, stays up all night. Right. Well, maybe there's a correlation Why you're failing. between sleep deprivation and three quarters of them failing. Interesting. And I was speaking at the, Stan at the um, Stanford Business School and the students, there, the, the MBA students were telling me how, how many of them have meningitis or whooping mm. cough or all these diseases which are signs of a suppressed immune system yeah. because you are burnt out. So in the end, it's not even as though you're more productive because you end up being in bed sick right, right. instead of being in bed because you're recharging. There you have it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode all about overcoming stress. Again, don't allow stress to consume your life. Make sure you take a strong hold on it and allow your body to relax in those challenging situations or just make sure you're constantly focusing on what's important in your life and figuring out how to let go of that stress when it comes there's lots of great techniques and strategies to do that but it's always good to have peace of mind sleep well work out and allow yourself to get through that stress 
on a day-to-day basis. Again, if you enjoyed this, let me know. Share with your friends. LewisHiles.com slash 659 is the link to share with your friends about overcoming stress and owning the day. And my friends, as John D. Paula said, slow down and everything you are chasing will come around and catch you. Now's the time to be at peace within your heart and in your mind so you can allow things to come to you as opposed to you constantly chasing everything around you. I love you so very much. You know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual-camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada like photo bombers zoom crop out and bye you don't take yada yada in life don't take yada yada from your wireless provider get iphone 12 with 5g with no activation fees and nada yada yada only at metro by t-mobile switch metro bring your id this offer isn't available for customers currently at t-mobile or that have been with metro in the past 180 days